Chapter 12 Nose Mr. Gorf locked the door. I don't want any more interruptions, he said. Very quietly, Leslie slipped a piece of paper out of her desk, then she felt around for a pencil. Mr. Gorf returned to the teacher's desk. He opened the top drawer and took out the class list. It had the names of all the children in the class, their parents' names and their parents' home and work phone numbers. Let's play a game, he said, speaking in his own normal French donkey with a sore throat voice. The name of the game is Who Am I Now? Leslie found a pencil. She held the piece of paper on her lap where Mr. Gorf couldn't see it and wrote, Help! in big letters. She had to get it to Lewis, the yard teacher. Mr. Gorf touched the tip of his nose. Who am I now? He asked. It was a girl's voice, soft and warm, with just a little bit of a giggle in it. Everyone looked at Rondi. Rondi, said Mr. Gorf. He opened his briefcase and removed a portable phone. He dialed Rondi's home number. Hello, Mommy, Mr. Gorf said into the phone using Rondi's voice. No, nothing's wrong. I just called to say I hate you. You're the worst mommy in the whole world. You're ugly and you smell bad. It's not fair. Out of all the mommies in the world, I got stuck with you. He hung up the phone. Rondi sat crying in her chair. Mr. Gorf touched his nose. Isn't this a good game? He asked, sounding very much like a sick French donkey. Rondi's crying. And at home, her mother is crying too. He laughed. Too bad you won't be a, you ever be able to tell her you're sorry, Rondi. Leslie carefully folded the piece of paper into a paper airplane. There was one open window next to Sherry's desk. Mr. Gorf touched his nose. Who am I now? He asked. Everybody tried not to look at Joe. Mr. Gorf called Joe's mother at work. Hello, Mommy, he said. I hate you. I wish you'd go away forever. Then maybe Daddy will marry someone good this time. Leslie knew she'd only have one chance. It would take a perfect throw. She tossed the paper airplane toward the window. Mr. Gorf saw it. Hey, he shouted. The airplane sailed closer, closer. But then, at the last second, it made a sudden turn, hit the wall, and landed on the floor. Mr. Gorf laughed. He picked up the airplane and, and unfolded it. Help, he sneered. No one can help you now. You took my mommy away from me, and I'm going to take your mommies away from you. He touched his nose. Who am I now? He asked. It was Leslie's voice. He started to dial her home phone number, but was interrupted by a knock on the door. Oh, Mr. Gorf! saying Miss Mush. Yes, said Mr. Gorf, still in Leslie's voice. He touched his nose and cleared his throat. I mean, yes? This time he sounded a donkey. Th- this time he sounded like a donkey with tonsillitis. He touched his nose again. Yes, he asked in the pleasant voice he took from the Scottish gentleman. It's me again, said Miss Mush. Miss Mush's voice is like two boots sloshing through mud. I baked you a pie, Mr. Gorf. To welcome you to Wayside School. Mr. Gorf sighed. 
You are very kind, Miss Mush, he said. But we are all quite busy at the moment. Perhaps another... It's best to eat it while it's still warm, said Miss Mush. You probably don't get fresh pies very often, being a bachelor and all. I really hate to disturb the class, said Mr. Gorf. I'll tell you what. I'll just come outside in a moment and you can hand it to me. He glared at the class, daring them to move. Then he opened the door. I hope you like pepper pie, said Miss Mush. She smashed it in his face. Mr. Gorf turned around. His face is covered with a thick pepper cream. He sneezed. Calvin laughed. Hey, my voice is back said Calvin. Wait a second, this isn't my voice. I sound like Bebe. Mr. Gorf sneezed again. I can talk, shouted Jenny, but who am I? Mr. Gorf sneezed. You're Marcia, said Jason. Jason sounded like the gentleman from Scotland. Mr. Gorf kept sneezing. Who might I be, Sonny? Paul cackled. He sounded like someone's grandmother. Todd barked. Ah, two! Mr. Gorf sneezed so hard his nose flew off his face. He screamed like a donkey, then ran noseless out of the room. Oh, gross, said Jason. Now I sound like Allison. Bebe said something in Italian. Nobody panic, said Miss Mush. Your voices are bouncing around, trying to find where they belong. It might take a while, but soon you will be back to normal. How do you know? asked Leslie, although she sounded like Paul. And how'd you know to smash a pepper pie into Mr. Gore's face? I wasn't exactly sure, exclaimed Miss Mush. But when I came up the first time, I heard Kathy say, have a nice day. So either Kathy had decided to be nice to me, or Mr. Gorf was a mean teacher who sucked children's voices up his nose. She shrugged. I just didn't think Kathy would be nice. Maybe if you learned to brush your teeth muttered Kathy. Mr. Gorf's nose lay on the floor. Miss Mush picked it up and put it in her apron pocket. It will go good in spaghetti sauce, she said. Soon, all the children had their real voices back. Rondi and Joe called their mothers on Mr. Gorf's portable phone and told them they loved them. While far away, in a small village in Scotland, a man who hadn't spoken for 20 years turned to his wife and said, Top of the morning to you, Tilly.